Hi, I'm Patrick Prince with the Tulsa World, joined by Kelly Hines, our University of Tulsa beat writer. And this is our weekly chat on TU Sports. Uh, we're filming a video here Friday afternoon. We'll also convert this into a podcast, so if you'd rather listen rather than watch, you have that option. And Kelly, hopefully this one will actually see the light of day, unlike our conversation last Friday, when literally we got done filming and turned the, turned the laptops off and Jackson Player announced he was going to the transfer portal. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and I and we we talked at length about how you know I didn't think that was happening because of what he had said the previous day, and I'm not blaming him for his decision or anything. And and maybe I just misinterpreted what he said the previous day when he said you know year five on the way. I just assumed that meant year five at TU, and maybe that's not what he meant. Maybe he had a change of heart. You're certainly entitled to you know change your mind. Uh, but yeah, you know that certainly changed, um, you know, the complexion of, of, you know, what to you is going to look like next season. But for him, you know, I, I really thought he would go from to you to the NFL, like Zayvon Collins and um, Travis Gibson. And, you know, I just, I, and Reggie Robinson, I, I just thought that that was going to be the step for him, but, you know, I'm guessing he just felt like he needed to do something somewhere else to show that he could, you know, compete at that next level. So, um, you know, he's, identified his five finalists, um, OU and OSU are among them. Um, I think both of those would be a great fit for him. Really, he, I think he could step in anywhere and be a starter and be extremely disruptive um, just as much as he was at Tulsa. Um, but, you know, TCU is is another one of his finalists and that's where Joseph Gillespie is now. So that would make sense. Baylor is, you know, that he's from Waco. So that would, you know, be an opportunity for him to go back home. And then Arkansas is the other one. So I felt like those were five really good options. Um, and, you know, he's a guy who, um, you know, was overlooked coming out of high school and that's how he wound up at CU and obviously did really good things um, during his time with the hurricane. Um, and it's always kind of like bittersweet for me to see like, you know, guys move on um, because he, you know, it was so fun to cover, not just because of his ability, he just carried himself with so much confidence. And that was really refreshing. I mean, I don't know many players who, uh, you know, have like a bedazzled necklace of like their jersey number. They just like wear that all the time. Like he just, he just had a really fun personality. And, um, you know, I think he'll have success wherever he goes, but um, definitely a big loss for TU. Um, I don't know if they were preparing to have him back or expecting this. It's just, you know, regardless of the situation, that's that's someone who is basically impossible to replace. I mean, he was fighting double teams on every play and was still, you know, so disruptive. And, you know, to get 15 TFLs in a season when everyone knows you're, you're the best player on the field. Like, I mean, certainly on the defensive side, like he – um, was a lot for other teams to try to deal with. And um, he still was able to just make incredible plays on a consistent basis and especially rose to the occasion in big games against, you know, really good teams. Staying on the defensive side of the ball for a second, I wanted to ask you about Owen Ostrowski. Uh, you know, he obviously had, you know, a, a, a career at Holland Hall that we wrote extensively about, you know, big time recruit. Um, appeared in four games for TU. What, what do you what do you see for him going into next year? I thought that like the way the season played out with him, you know, getting to see um, playing time, you know, as the season wore on, I felt like that was a really good introduction to college football for him. You know, he was used on, on special teams, but he's also, you know, found ways on the field in other ways, you know, 
sound completely messed it up. Um, he was able to get onto the field in other ways because he just brings a lot to the table. But, you know, he uh, has so much potential and you could tell that, you know, he is not that far off from being able to make an impact at the college football level. I mean, you have to think about, you know, because of COVID, all of these players have the opportunity to extend their careers by another year. I mean, I'm guessing Owen is like 18, 19, and he still was able to, you know, get onto the field um, and, you know, made some plays uh, despite going up against guys who are like, what, five, six years older than him. So I think the ceiling is super high for him. I know they're, they're very excited about his potential. You know, he, um, you know, plays a position that, you know, there was some depth there this year. So he, it wasn't needed for him to play as a true freshman. But um, I definitely feel like he's going to move into the rotation um, starting next season. Let's shift gears and go to basketball a little bit. So the game on Saturday at UCF called off. And TU has postponed basketball activities. You wrote you wrote that a couple of days ago. Uh, any update on that? Where where are we going um, from here? Any idea? I believe the, you know the activities are still paused. That means you know they're they're not practicing as a team. You know uh, guys who aren't in quarantine or you know haven't tested positive, they can work out on their own or you know do their their individual things. But you know I I, I can't decide if this is a good or a bad thing that you know the the pause is happening right now you know it's it's been um a difficult start to conference play um you know the losses against SMU and, and Memphis you know those were games that I guess you could define as like winnable um that just you know coming back from um deficits and just not really having the production that you need late in the game to win those. I feel like that's just a recurring theme for this team. And, you know, I, I don't know that it's a bad thing that they're on pause because, you know, maybe you can um, regroup from that with like a renewed energy or, or focus or something that might not have been there otherwise. Um, but at the same time, you're, you have games coming pretty quickly after this one. So starting with, with Wednesday, um, at home against Temple, that's a game that, you know, certainly is in danger of, of being postponed. Um, you just don't want to have too many of, of these postponements because then that will lead to cancellations because um, there just won't be time to, to make them up. So um, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I know we're, we're to January, but it's, it's still hard to kind of figure out um, what this team is going to look like, you know, uh, offensively. You need production from from more guys than Jariah Horn and, and Sam Griffin, and you're just if you're not able to get that on a consistent basis or in key moments in games, it's it's going to be a struggle. I think the American is really difficult. I mean, SMU had won eight in a row and then got thumped at Cincinnati last night. I mean, like by like twenty points. I mean, it's just it's going to be a battle um, every single game in this league. And um, this month, the schedule is, is really difficult. Um, so I, I don't really know what the solution is, especially if you're on pause, it's hard to figure things out, but maybe when you come back from it, um, something will click. This is a little different for you because it's part of your job and you, you cover it. And so you sort of have to follow it you know, at a certain level, but I'm having a hard time getting into basketball season this year. And I don't really know, I don't really know why, like, are you, it's hard though. Thing? I mean, especially, um, I think it's difficult when, um, 
there are so few, I think, like really dominant programs. Um, and, you know, I'm an AP um, voter again this year, so I, I have to pay attention to things nationally more than, you know, usual. But even that's really difficult. I, I feel like, you know, it's, I love college basketball so much, but it's just really different going from, from football season to basketball season because football season, you're just, especially covering TU, I mean, it's so dramatic and interesting and, you know, they're just these big moments and games and, and it's, you know, the stories write themselves because it's just, you know, they're, you just focus on, on the big plays and, and then it's, you know, it's, I don't want to call it a letdown because I, I still love basketball season, but it's, it's just harder to get really excited about it, like on an every game basis, because there are more games and there just aren't as many big moments in games. And, you know, sometimes teams have these long lulls that are kind of painful to watch, not mentioning any teams, but, you know, it's just, it makes it harder to really just, I don't know. I don't know. That sounds critical, but I, it's, I, I feel you because it's just because college football season is not quite over. It, there's still the distraction of, you know, those games and those storylines. And I think once that passes, you know, we'll see, um, you know, the, the college basketball games have, you know, they will start to take on a bigger meaning just because it'll get deeper into the season. And, you know, you start to realize how important every game is right now. It's like, Oh, they dropped that game. Well, they still have, you know, two months left in the season. Like it's actually like, you know, I think we're at like the midpoint of the season and it just doesn't feel like that yet because the, yeah. the fall season just goes on so long. Yeah. I, I meant to ask you, and, and I didn't in some of our previous videos, if you were voting this year. So, so you are voting. I am voting. It's, right. um, it's a privilege. And I try to remind myself of that every single week. Uh, it's really difficult. Um, especially when so many games have been postponed or canceled. And so you'll have, I mean, I think last week, I don't remember how many but quite a few teams didn't play. I mean, I understand there were the holidays too, and there aren't as many games during the holiday week, but when teams aren't playing, you don't really know what to do with them. It's not like you can compare results. I mean, they just don't have any results. So um, I like the challenge of it, um, but you know, the, the ballots are due like first thing Monday and like oftentimes there are games on Sunday night and it's just, it's, it's a little bit tricky. I don't think that people realize like, how much like really goes into it. And I'm not like trying to get like a medal or anything, but it's, it's a lot of work. And uh, I take it probably too seriously um, like I do with everything else. But um, I had been a voter previously and took a few years off from it. And they asked me again, I mean, they're trying to have a little bit more um, diversity uh, with, with the voters and I um, definitely support that mission. So that's how they hooked me this time. Um, at one point, I was the only female voter, and, and I'm really glad to say that I'm not the only female voter now, but there are not many of us, so um, I will continue to do it um, probably indefinitely. It's, it's great. I love it so much. Fun. Is there just a touch of sarcasm there from, from you? It's, I, it's, it's a privilege. No, I hear it. I hear it. You're right. It's, it's fun, and you enjoy it, but it's hard. It's not easy, and I, I, I'm, yeah. 
I'm glad you get to do it and I just get to ask you about it. Let's let's put yeah, it that way. That's, that's um, great. Okay, random question. Are is there any dialogue between voters? Like, do you guys discuss things ever? Like even as simple as exchanging an email, or do you literally just send in your votes and that's it? Not, I mean, maybe other people do. I know whenever I first like started as a voter, when I voted previously, I, I kind of like asked people like what their approach was with it. Um, because some people have like, I mean, it's, it's like a, you know, I, I know one guy has like a, like a formula that he uses and I'm like, well, that's, that seems really involved. Um, anything involving math, I'm pretty much going to be out at that point, but um, just, you know, I kind of talk to different people about like, you know, the best, you know, approach to it. Um, but really not other than that. Sometimes I do look at, um, you know, I follow some people who tweet their ballot. I don't do that because I don't know that people are, are that into like my ballot, but uh, sometimes I'll see like what other people do. And um, I definitely like try to follow like, um, you know, Jeff Goodman is, is like such an expert on what, everything that's going on. I really respect like how he evaluates um, teams. Um, and so I, and, and Seth Davis. So I, I look at, you know, what they're thinking and, you know, it doesn't really influence me, but I, I, I mostly just go based on my previous ballot or the previous poll. You know, it's not like you're starting from scratch every week. Oh, who's, who was the best this week? Like, you know, it, you know, probably, probably the, the teams in your top 10 are, are going to be near the top if they won. So um, I think most people follow that, that same sort of template. Um, but, you know, they, they kind of just tell you, you know, just what, however you think is the best way to do it, like, go for it. Okay, final thing I'll ask you about this week. Um, former Jinx standout receiver Isaiah Epps announced he's going to uh, Tulsa. You wrote about it. Uh, they He lost a couple receivers, so good thing for TU. Oh, I think that's a great thing for TU. I mean, to have someone who um, not only has – has, you know, had success in his college career, but to come back home and play, play, you know, his last season here. Um, I, I just think that that was like such a good fit, um, you know, especially with it being a position of need for TU um, with, you know, the departures of, you know, Josh Johnson moved on to the NFL, Ezra Naylor II has, has now decided to move on to the NFL. Um, you know, Sam Crawford Jr. transferred to Rice. I mean, obviously they they were prepared to lose some of those guys. That's why they signed four um, wide receivers uh, last month. But to get a guy like that, who I mean, he set a a receiving record at Jinx. Are you kidding me? Like that's crazy. It's so hard to set records at Jinx. Like I mean, they've had so much talent through the years. So many good teams, and to be able to do that. I mean, twelve hundred yards in a season. Um, you know. Obviously, he did really good things there, but he played in a lot of games at Kentucky. And um, to bring that experience to TU and, you know, he'll have a chance to, you know, like he'll definitely be in there. Oh, we have a cat sighting. Okay. We, we almost made it. We were so Oh, we almost made it. Almost. We were so close. If I just would not talk so much, we wouldn't have had it. <laughs> oh, see, can you be cute? Not really. No. Okay. Yeah. Camera shy. We'll, we'll work on it. A little, just shy in general, maybe. Um, but I think that that is such a great fit. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, that just, that's perfect. So um, I know that his whole family is, is really excited um, to have him conclude his, his career at TU. And that's, you know, 
I don't always love the transfer portal it gives and it takes, but uh, in this, this case, it's definitely giving. And um, I think that that, uh, you know, especially for grad transfers to be able to, you know, finish your career somewhere um, after you've graduated, I, I think that, that um, that's what it was intended for. So to see it happen that way, all for it. Yeah. All right, Kelly, appreciate the chat as always. Have a good weekend. We'll catch up next week. All right, I'll see you.